Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day two of our Living Changed Spiritual Warfare devotional. In the Bible app, there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, and it says this. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps us from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. The devotional is titled, Take Thoughts Captive. And it says this, One of the most common ways we experience spiritual warfare is in the mind. The enemy is constantly hurling lies at us and trying to get us to agree with the discouraging, destructive, and dangerous things he says. But Satan isn't creative. Creation belongs to God. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> so the best he can do is figure out which lies hurt us the most and torment us with them over and over again. The attacks impacting us most today are probably the same attacks he's been throwing at us our whole lives. But his lies only have power when we choose to agree with them. Can you read that one more time? But his lies only have power when we choose to agree with them. Wow. When we agree with a lie, we give it credibility. We internalize it and we let it become part of who we believe we are. You'll know you've made an agreement with a lie because it will sound like the voice in your head. If we heard an evil hissing voice like something out of a movie, we'd never listen to it. But because it's our own voice, we're so much more willing to believe it as truth. Oh my word. <laughs> is, this, is this hitting you like it's hitting me right now? It's good. When our thoughts are aligned with God's word, the devil can't lie to us. The Apostle Paul encourages us to take our thoughts captive. That means not letting our thoughts run wild but checking our thoughts against the truth of God's word. He also urges us to think on whatever is true, noble, lovely, and praiseworthy. He understood that the mind is a battlefield, and he wanted us to cast out everything that doesn't line up with God. Again, taking thoughts captive and casting out lies is active. We can't simply think, go away. Satan can't read our minds. Sometimes we allow him to influence our thoughts when we pick up the lies he hurls at us, but only God is all-knowing and able to hear our thoughts. When Jesus was in the desert being tempted by Satan, Jesus spoke scripture and told him to go away. In the same way, we have the authority to command him to flee in the name of Jesus. With practice, it gets easier to spot the inconsistencies between what you're hearing and what God promises. You'll get faster at taking thoughts captive, speaking against lies, and realigning with truth. Ask God to help you spot the lies and remind you of the truth so you can more easily fight back. This is one of the best devotionals I've heard in a long time. Yeah, so good. I think it's because it really gave me a new perspective and you all know this, Tori and I are incredibly passionate about taking our thoughts captive. Mm -hmm. We live in that generation where we're starting to be really cognizant of what we're thinking. Is this a good thought? Is this a bad thought? Is this really anxiety? Oh, I'm really worried about this. I'm stressed about not being in, in, in this relationship. We always have stuff running through our minds. It's probably because we're never bored. Yeah. We're always consuming information and we're just turning ourselves into little information thinking junkies. Yeah. 
And so with that, with that changing society and culture, we need to really, really be good at discerning if these thoughts are good or if these thoughts are bad. But something that this devotional said really stuck out to me because I'm always taking an inventory of my thoughts. I never thought about it this way when this devotional said this. When we agree with a lie, we give it credibility. Mm -hmm. We internalize it and let it become a part of who we believe that we are. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's that simple. A lie is literally nothing unless I give it power, unless I agree with it. It's literally nothing. It's a difference between some random person who I've never met in my entire life coming up to me on the street and just yelling explicits at me and me saying, ah, I'm sorry. I can't help you. I don't know who you are. You don't know anything about me. Like that's Mm -hmm. sticks and stones, my friend. You know what I mean? It doesn't carry any weight. Or the difference of it is, is whenever I look in a mirror and tell myself those same things that person said to me, Mm -hmm. one of them carries weight and the other one doesn't. And so for me, it really just, it's like, wow, I really need to get better at not giving power to these lies because all they are is hot air. Like when you boil it down, they're just hot air floating around unless we choose to believe them. Yeah. But it's it's just like what the scripture, or I'm sorry, it's just like what the devotional was saying where we can't just simply think, go away. Yeah. We have to ask Jesus to help us. Yeah. We have to ask him for his discernment. We have to use the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We have to plug in to his truth, not our own truth. We have mm-hmm. to plug into his truth yeah. in order to defeat the lies. Yeah, I love that it again encourages us to have an active role in this like we cannot be passive we cannot just think go away we have to be in the word daily in order to see those discrepancies like it was saying because we are so constantly like consuming information like Chad said and so we're not going to understand the difference between the truth or the lie unless we know the truth to begin with and so we're not going to learn the truth unless we're in scripture and there is the power of life and death in our tongue. And so we have to be so aware of that because we can speak life over ourselves, or we can speak death over ourselves. And let me tell you the enemy is speaking death over you, mm-hmm. but guess, guess what? You can, you can speak life over yourself through the authority of Jesus. The enemy has to flee. It says he has to flee. When you say in Jesus name, you must flee. He's gone. Like there's something so powerful about that. I remember watching the war room. Y'all know that's like my favorite movie. If you've been here um, for a while now, if you've been here for a week. If you, if you, you will yeah, know that. I mean, it's my favorite movie, but there's this one scene where she is like deep in prayer and she says, you must flee. And it just brings me chills every single time because they're so many people walking around asleep and they do not know the authority that they have in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's not authority given to you by you. It's not authority given to you by the world. It's not authority given to you by a platform on social media. It is authority given to you through Christ Jesus in order to fight the spiritual battle that we're in. And so you have to walk in that authority and you have to know scripture in order to fight, and we cannot be passive or lazy about it. Yeah, we can't be passive, lazy, or we can't be naive to it. Yeah. We can't just act like it's not happening. Yeah. Because I, I do think sometimes we get caught up in the natural world, the physical, mm-hmm. where we think that only bad things are happening are physical and there's nothing spiritual happening here. Mm-hmm. 
I think that that should be one of our first defenses is spiritual. Yeah. I'm not saying to use the spiritual world as a scapegoat to our physical world problems, you know, but what I am saying is, is that whenever you are experiencing issues, cover the whole thing in just prayer and yeah. commanding the enemy to leave. It's, it's what Matthew chapter four, verse 10, verse 10 says, get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. Mm-hmm. And then verse 11 continues, then the devil went away. Yep. And it's just like, Bye. we have that same authority and we need to not be naive to the attacks that we're facing and just act like they're normal. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we live in this depressed society. It's almost become normal to just kind of accept it mm-hmm. and live in it yep. versus understanding that through proper healing and counseling and through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can command and take captives of, of these thoughts and really get our personality back and get our truth-believing love for Christ back. And our joy back. Our joy back, absolutely. Yeah. You ready to pray out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today and we thank you for this powerful reminder. We pray that your Holy Spirit would be so active inside of us that we would be able to discern the truth from the lies, Lord. And when we discern that, when we recognize that there is some lies that we've taken and um, they've just become part of who we believe we are, Lord, we just pray that you would help us remove those lies and replace them with your truth, God, that as we read your word, you would help us memorize it so that we can take it and fight back. We love you, Lord, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci.